second game winner by Giannis Antetokounmpo. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Jacoobs here with episode 36 of the Bucks Leading Radio. On the other end of the line is my guy enjoying the nice weather in Kansas right now, Derek Stark. Derek, how is life, brother? I'm sweating my ass off, man, but overall life is cool. No complaints. Good, man. I'm glad to hear it. How's the new job, by the way? Is it working out well? Yeah, the new job is great, man. I'm working in leadership and development in the athletic department here at KU, so working with student-athletes and doing some stuff that I'm passionate about. So, so far, so good. I wish I got paid more, but I think the same could be said for about 98% of the human population. So we'll take what we can get and, and keep working our tail off. For sure. Just be happy you're not in Wisconsin right now with all the flash floods going on up in Madison. And then uh, we're supposed to get hail tonight and like 60 mile per hour winds and some crazy shit going on over here. So it's yeah, pretty gnarly. Yeah. That's, a, that's a good point. I've heard a little bit about it and it, it bums me out because I never like to hear that about my home state and I've got some friends and family that have been affected by it. But it seems like Kansas is about the best place to be, right? We got fires out west, floods up north. Hawaii's about to go under. Uh, I'm, I'm cool with Kansas. Hey, shout out to uh, Little League World Series. Hawaii won winners. There it is. Boom. They can go out on top. <laughs> go out on top. Um, all right, so Derek and I decided to get the mic. Uh, Bucks block parties this past weekend, this past Sunday. Uh, finally recovered from the alcohol consumption of that day. And, uh, you know, figured it'd be good to talk about it. Um, Derek, obviously, being in Kansas, wasn't able to get to it, but, you know, I love to share my experience and uh, talk about it a little bit. So let's dive right in. Um, first things first, Kareem was in town. Giannis, yeah. K-Mid, Senator Cole out there for the ribbon cutting. It was pretty sweet. I didn't get to see that, but I saw some pictures, and it looks pretty cool. Yeah, it really did, man. I saw Kareem looking sweaty as hell. I think he was soaking wet, and uh, uh, Herb Cole was... Uh, you know, looking looking all right. He yeah. was there. Looks like Herb Cole. <laughs> God, that guy just did not age well. I saw pictures from like like ten years ago, and he looks exactly the same. Like I don't understand. Like how he just always looks like he's about to die. I know. I feel terrible saying it, but I mean, at least he made it to that. Like if if that's one of the last things he gets to do, cool. That's well, that's, that's a good way to go. I don't think you need to worry. I don't think there's a chance he listens to our podcast, so he'll probably never hear it. So. There's no chance. <laughs> Even if he tried to listen, he wouldn't be able to figure it out. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess before we dive into like the actual form itself, one question I did want to pose to you was the appearance of Chris Middleton. Obviously somebody who's been a very big focal point of the team for years. I mean, he was kind of crowned as one of the reasons that Greg Monroe signed with the Bucks, is courting him to come. Uh, he's been a staple on the offense and the team for a couple of years, but declining his, his, his option, his contract, going into free agency after this season, um, do you see him staying with the team? Do you think he's going to go money hunting and, or ring chasing maybe somewhere else? Um, you know, so that's, a, that's something I really thought about looking back at how these pictures of the Pfizer Forum being opened, ribbon cut by a guy who might not be on the team next year. Yeah, I think that was a really strategic move by the Bucks to have him be there mm. because I, I obviously think that it, we're, we're better with Chris Middleton. If, if you look at this roster without K-Mid, 
it's pitiful. Like I don't I don't even know if we make the playoffs. He's he's our number two guy. He he's the the Robin to to Batman if you think about Giannis as Batman and I think it's a power move to have him be there. And I, I really do think he ends up remaining with the Bucks. And I could see him signing a max deal with us or like a four year, you know, I don't know exactly what it would look like, four-year, hundred-million-dollar deal or something like that next offseason. I'm not horsed. I don't know exactly what it's going to look like, but I think we gotta we got to make make it happen. Yeah, I mean, you would think, right? And, and I'm not trying to say that I think he's going to be gone or anything, but, I mean, it's definitely a possibility going into um, free agency, unrestricted, and you never really know in the NBA. Um, I know, like, you know, there's a lot of players that have done that, like, seem like they're going to be a hometown guy forever, and then they're not, you know, hint, hint, Kevin Durant. Um, so, but, I mean, I don't know. It was just something that really popped into my head. And he also was at the breakfast meeting with Budenholzer prior to the f- uh, official announcement of his him being hired. Um, but anyway, so I don't know. That was, that was the only thing that really popped into my head. But let's talk about the block party. Um, yeah. Kareem was sweating because it was fucking hot as shit out downtown. It was humid. I was sweating. I changed shirts three times that day before I even got there. So, like, I was dying. But it was a great time. It was really cool. Yeah, man. I That is something that I really wish I could have seen. I saw a lot of Snapchats and Instagram stories of friends who were, like, inside taking pictures. And, I mean, the the entire venue just looks unreal. And it's so cool that the Bucks finally are out of the Bradley Center. Like, they've been talking about that since I was in middle school or high school, like, how bad and pitiful that was. And, and that's a big part of your brand. Like, that's that's where you're hosting teams and you expect your fans to spend money to go. So I'm, I'm just thrilled that we're trending up. And I've been talking about this since I started coming on your podcast. Like, yeah, it's really unfortunate. We lost Jabari. We lost in the playoffs again, yada, yada. We're trending up. Like, this franchise is looking good. And I also realized that there are parallels to be drawn between the Packers and the Bucks. Like, with the Packers, we won a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. But that was a long time ago. Seven years. We've really wasted a lot of his prime by not surrounding him with a ton of talent. And I can see how people are starting to worry that the Bucks are doing the same thing with Giannis. And Mm -hmm. there's no guarantee that Giannis is going to be with us for his entire career and I think he wants to be and we all want him to be but if if we continue losing in the first round of the playoffs at some point he's going to grow tired of it and he's going to leave so I just don't want the Bucks to pull the Packers like I, I really want us to continue to take advantage of this momentum and and re-sign K-Mid and and bring in um you know, another big name and, and really make some solid draft picks. And maybe Dante was a really good pick. I think that we kind of bought high, like as high as we could have on him. And he's going to be, you know, maybe like an eighth man at best. But um, we, we've got some work to do. That's for damn sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is definitely a big step up. And it's definitely kind of, as you've, as you've stated, moving us forward, trending upward propelling us kind of into the future as you know the tagline of own the future and and that's it's really cool and it was awesome walking through there kind of feeling that and you kind of felt it in the vibe of the people you were around and everybody just kind of 
the air, the atmosphere, just tingling with excitement, ready for the season to kind of come. And even people who aren't Bucks fans that came and went, you could kind of tell who they were, whether it was because they weren't rocking gear or maybe you could just tell maybe by some uh, maybe little interest. But when they stepped out and saw that court and looked down there, you could just see like kind of awe and it was freaking awesome. I mean, for those of you listening who have been to the stadium, you know what I'm talking about, but like, Derek, you've been to Miller Park before. You know how it is. You go in to get a beer, but you can turn around. You can still see the field. You can do that now in Fiserv. If you go out, you can wait in line, get some Chick-fil-A, and turn around and see the game while you're waiting. And Chick-fil-A? Like, yeah, dude. They have a Chick-fil-A, man. Oh, that's big time, man. He- I heck love yeah. Chick-fil-A. Dude, Chick-fil-A's a shit, bro. And that was honestly going to be the next thing. Was like I'm, Part of like the thing I was most proud of or happy about was the freaking upgrading concessions, dude. Like, Sobelman's is one of the restaurants there, like East Canal Pizza, um, like, uh, what was it? There's a taco joint, there was like a grilled cheese joint that was like, the gourmet grilled cheeses there, and like, everything was fairly reasonably priced, I mean, I didn't, I didn't feel like I was getting super cheated, I mean, obviously beers were like 10, 11 bucks, but they were 16 ounces, and you know, that's kind of comparable to what they were at the Bradley Center, which is nice, um, but overall, man, dude, it was, it's freaking sweet, yeah. Dude, that that is awesome. And so let me let me get this straight. If the Bucks are home on a Sunday, is the Chick Fil A going to be open? No. Are you serious? Yeah. What? There's a chick, dude. There's a Chick Fil A in Mercedes Benz Stadium where the Atlanta Falcons play, and Chick Fil A isn't open on Sundays. Well, at least they stay true to their values. I guess that's that's cool for them, man. But come on. <laughs> Sunday is the day that I want Chick-fil-A more than any other day, and it is just... That's just because you can't open. have it, then. If you could have it on Sundays, you'd be like, ah, oh, fuck it. <laughs> it's it's twofold. A, because I can't have it, because humans always want what we can't have. And two, Sunday is the day that typically, if I'm hungover, it's Sunday. Like, Saturday night is usually my night. So it's those are the two reasons that I'm always craving Chick-fil-A on Sundays. Dude, that's true, and you can't even get Culver's out in Kansas. I mean, that's my hangover cure, dude. That's what I thought when I moved here, dude, but Lawrence has, well, we definitely have one. We have one Culver's. We might have two, and I don't know why, because I thought Culver's was only a Wisconsin thing, but Lawrence has a Culver's. Yeah, they're they're getting bigger for sure, but definitely not worldwide yet, but yeah, dude, Culver's is, Culver's is awesome. That, that's Culver's what they should have put in there, freaking Culver's, yeah, that'd be dope. Culver's is better than Chick-fil-A. I'll take Culver's over Chick-fil-A any day. Oh, 100%. I don't even that think concern, that's comparable. Dude. Oh my gosh. Dude. Get a nice cheeseburger, a uh, double cheeseburger on that. I'm getting hungry now talking about it. All right. Chicken rings, cheese curds. Dude, I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is a great Bucks podcast right now. <laughs> yeah, let's just talk about food. I love food. We'll just start, we'll start, we'll turn this into a food podcast halfway through. Um, <laughs> but uh, we, anyway, I guess transitioning back to the stadium, uh, outside of the food, it was, uh, it's really cool. I mean, I hate saying like it looks so new because it is fucking brand new, but. Like everything, everything just seemed like it had a purpose. It didn't seem like everything was out of place. You, the flow was sweet. Um, we got to actually check out the suites. They were open to everybody. Obviously, they're trying to sell them still, so you know that's part of it. But we got to sit in there. They were really nice. Um, I would say a little bit nicer than the ones in the Bradley Center, but comparable. I mean, I don't know how you change a suite too much outside of like adding more amenities to it because it's already top of the line everything, but. They were cool. They had really good seats. They had about 30 people. Um, but, yeah. Oh, dude. 
wait till you you got to get to a game check out the panorama club dude it's all the way at the top and you can just see like the entire skyline looking east towards the lake um oh, or, oh. yeah dude and just like see because you're high up enough and there's not like no tall buildings really around the stadium so you can just see like all of downtown milwaukee and it's really sweet that is awesome man uh, yeah i'm so excited to go to a game over christmas break because i think i'll have a week definitely a week hopefully a couple weeks off of work we'll see how it goes but um so to help me understand where it is located relative to the Bradley Center, because I, I kind of know how I would have gotten to the Bradley Center. Is it in the same vicinity? Dude, it's right it next different? to it. it. It is. Yeah, so it's like the um, Panther Arena, a.k.a. the U.S. Yeah. Cellular Arena, and then yep. Bradley Center, and then it's the new stadium. Wow. And are, are they going to keep the Bradley Center up and use it for other stuff, or is no. it down? Is it gone? Dude, they already had the auction of all the shit inside of it. Wow. Yeah, you could have bought, like, autographed shit. I think you could have bought, like, chairs and, like, stuff like that from there if you wanted. Yeah. So I used to be into that stuff. I used to be into memorabilia and making my office look awesome. But then I started adopting, like, minimalistic... Um, You're reading too many books, dude. I think that's what's happening. Well, dude, I love reading. And I'm going to start writing books, too. So you'll have to read those. There you go. But I just... I don't want stuff. It just... It, it, it clouds my head. I don't know, man. I got. I, I could turn this. I could turn this webcam. It wouldn't work for a podcast. But I got a nice little memorabilia over here. I got a Giannis signed photo. I got an Aaron Rodgers signed hat. I got a Steve That's Novak signed shirt. Um, uh, Jason Terry signed photo. What else did it? Oh yeah, John Luer also signed that hat. That was a weird day. I got to meet both of them. But John Luer was pretty cool. But shout out Wisconsin basketball. Dude, John Luer is one of my all-time favorite Badgers. Honestly. He was, he was classy. I remember running into him in the Westtown Mall in Madison back when I was probably a freshman in high school, and, you know, he was maybe a sophomore in college or yeah. something like that. And, and, you know, you really look up to those guys. And, and I said what's up to him, and he just smiled and said, hey. And, I mean, that, that means so much to a kid to just have a small interaction like that. And uh, I always thought he was – I like the way he played too. I mean, he obviously wasn't crazy athletic but he was fundamentally just so sound with his footwork, and he had a great shot. He's not bad. I mean, he they never really transitioned to the NBA for him, but I remember I was caddying in a, a, the Andy North event up in the Dells, and that's why like I got to meet Annika Sorenstam that day, so there was like, a bunch of celebrities that just played like a couple holes with every group and all that stuff, and John Lure was there, and uh, we were walking down the fairway, and I was talking to him, and well, he's like, what, 6'8", like 6'9", or something like that? And I don't think I've ever really been – prior to that, I hadn't been around anybody that tall. So I don't think I ever really realized, like, when you watch NBA and even college basketball, how fucking tall those guys are. Like, standing next to him, like, looking straight up, like, Jesus Christ, I feel like a five-year-old standing next to you. <laughs> like, it was crazy. Dude, uh, man, that, yeah, that that's so great. Um, so to – what uh, what do you think about this? Like, if we get back to like Bucks talk, like, what are you thinking for this this upcoming season? What 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 do you have in regards to like expectations for the team? Oh, okay. Um, expectation is improve off and just improve improvement, and that means maybe more wins, but for sure getting out of the first round. Um, I want to make a special shout out here, real quick, to uh, Sith Lord out here really becoming down about himself you know he, he got on a little bit of a twitter rant the other day claiming you know he was just disappointed in the bucks and they disappointed him so i just want to give out my condolences to him i know he's hurting over there 
and uh, he's struggling. But I saw him at the pro shop today, so uh, he's getting back into the groove, getting ready for the season. But, man, he, he had a little down moment there and let everybody know it. Dude, yeah, he really did, man. And I, I responded to his tweet today when he was at the pro shop, and I asked him if he could get me a Jabari jersey discounted. <laughs> <And> he, didn't, <laughs> he didn't respond. <laughs> oh, man, he's never going to come on this podcast again, I don't think. <laughs> he's probably so pissed at me. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'll try to. Okay. For those of you who don't follow him on Twitter, I'll read the tweet that I saw. He said two days ago, yes. And this is, I quote, Yes, in a way I do feel like the hashtag Bucks have betrayed me. I love them with all my heart and I want nothing more than to see them raise a championship banner while I live out my time on Earth. I just can't see it and it makes me so depressed. I've turned into a naysayer. Sorry. I just, I replied to that and said it was just the beer talking Sith. We will get through this together. Admitting the problem is the first of 12 steps. So, as long as he knows, he'll be all right. Um, <laughs> but speaking of Mike Buck's expectations, um, also shout out the Pro Shop. The Pro Shop is actually super sweet. It's open to the public now. Um, so if you are in Milwaukee and listening to this, get down there and check it out. Um, you, know, I mean, you don't even need to buy anything. Just walk around there. It's way nicer than the ones they had at the Bradley Center. Um, it, it reminded me of kind of going to Lambeau and walking through, or even Miller Park and checking out their Pro Shop. Um, so go give it a look-see. There's a lot of cool merch there. Uh, that you can get. But I don't know. I'm excited to see this um, Budenholzer offense. I think you're going to see a Tony Snell resurgence this year. And I'm not talking like an all-star year. I'm not talking like he's going to overperform. I'm talking you're going to see probably two years ago Tony Snell, why he proved he's a, a, a true role player and a true asset to the team with Budenholzer as head coach, getting him back into the groove with his three-point shot, which he needs to do. I'm excited to see Turkish Thunder back on the floor and very interested to see in the addition of Brooke Lopez and how that plays out, whether we're going to get the washed-up Brooke Lopez that has been kind of floating around the past couple seasons or we're going to get all-star Brooke Lopez. Um, also, listeners, Derek has just started a fantasy football draft, so if football gets brought up in the conversation, that's why. But Dude, that's, that was my awkward transition. to. I had something I wanted to say to you. And then when you got done talking, I was on the clock. So I was like, so what do you think for, for next season? And I totally had something I wanted to say about the Badgers and John Lure, but it doesn't matter now. Um, I drafted Le'Veon Bell. I got him at number four. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What I want to know is, so the Bucks have been making some moves as of late. Um, they got Pat Connaughton. Oh, yeah. He used to play for Notre Dame. He's a three-point shooter. Portland guy, yeah. I forgot and about they, that. I think they made a couple other like really really small moves and i think it's just guys playing for roster spots but i'm wondering what you think like oh yeah shabazz uh, shabazz got signed back for a roster spot or uh Shab- for training camp christian wood i'm pretty sure yep who i really loved watching in summer league i got to see him play a little bit so i'm thinking like what do you think about that who do you like Dude, I don't I mean christian wood everybody was on his dick after summer league and i get it he played well but like so did Rashad Vaughn. Like I don't like you can't gauge a whole lot off that. I don't think you can't take a lot of weight in it. But it, the fact that we signed him to a two way deal, cool. He's gonna get some time with the herd. You're gonna see how he does against the next level of competition, and maybe get a couple of minutes here and there with the with that Bucks. But like, dude, we're stacked at center position now. What the fuck do we need another center for? Like we went from not having enough to way too many, and like it was like. It's like Horst heard we don't have any rebounders and thought we needed to grab every single one that we possibly could, and now we have 
Tyler Zeller still on the team, John Henson, Brooke Lopez, Christian Wood, Thon Makers technically can play center. So that's five right there I just counted. Dude, we need Brooke Lopez to stay so unbelievably healthy this year. And I really do think, you talked about, is he going to be kind of washed up or is he going to be the kind of guy that we saw in some of those really good years with the Nets? And and I think he's going to be solid. Like, I think he's a better defender and rebounder than people give him credit for because people just like to look at stats and not consider any other possible reason why uh, his numbers might be low or whatever. There's a lot of variables, let's be honest. Uh, I think Brooke Lopez is a great piece, especially with a guy like Ursan who really is like a shooter and then he's a rebounder. He's always trying to get rebounds. Like having them out there with Giannis and then a guy like Chris Middleton or Snell, like that's a lot of guys who can get some rebounds. And then you got Brogdon or Blesdo at, at point guard. And I don't know, man, I, I feel optimistic, but you know I'm an optimistic guy and I always will be. But. Like, I don't think losing Jabari is that big of a deal. We were fine without him, and LeBron's out of the East. That's all I got to say. I mean, I think that's all you really need to say. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I guess I agree with you on all points, except for your optimism. I think you have blind optimism sometimes. Derek, I think you called, like, the first episode that you were on, um, like, earlier last year. Like, you called, like, Buck Scare. You have 60-some wins or something like that. I think so. I think I'm gonna go back and reread. I know, I know Adler, who was on the second episode. He he predicted like 60 wins. Granted, that episode obviously very poor quality, as I was just learning the ropes of this game. But yeah, so I think there's some blind optimism going around, but also some blind nihilism going around with this Bucks team of people who want to hate to hate. Um, also, as we kind of finish up this podcast, not a lot going on Bucks news. Um, obviously, as of late. Uh, I want to shout out um, Larry from uh, the Bucks Gaming, who was shot three times during the Madden tournament, um, got out of surgery, doing better. Um, so shout out to him and everybody else affected in that in Florida. Um, it's a horrible thing that happened, and, you know, T's and P's out for everybody there. Um, it was it's crazy that that happened, and uh, I know two people have passed away that were shot from that. Uh, I saw a few apologies, so yeah. So big shout out to everybody. Stay strong and you know do your best and be a good neighbor. Yeah, no kidding, man. You're obviously talking about the Madden tourney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that a guy from uh, so Bucks have an esports team for their 2K yeah, league. Yeah, I that. yeah, a guy who was on our team was uh, shot three times. So, and he yeah. was able to make it to the hospital and was in surgery. So he's he's on his way to recovery. Good. Well, that, that's awesome to hear. Yeah, so it ends on a positive note, but yeah, but like, so shout out to um, everybody out there, and you know, well, all our thoughts are with you, so. No doubt about that, man. Um, it's crazy, like video games, podcasting, fantasy, like this should all be uh, a world and a space that we're having fun and we're escaping all the bullshit and the stress in our lives. For sure. It's, it's just too bad that at this point we, we can't even go to a goddamn Madden tournament and feel like we're, we're safe yeah exactly well uh, that, i don't it's great to hear yeah and i don't want to end it on a sad note but you know everybody out there who's a bucks fan we're coming up on it um i'm excited i'm seeing justin timberlake there in less than a month i'm really interested to see how the acoustics are jt yeah dude i'm ready man i want to hear him sing cry me river just live one time in my life and i think i'll be happy will you cry no 
I'm going to sing that with my heart out, though, definitely. (laughs) I hope you're you're feeling good. I hope you're feeling all right. I'm sure you're going to have at least one beer. Oh, there will be a multitude, a copious amount of beers drank that evening. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so if you are going to a concert, check it out. I know the Killers are next week. Tickets are still on sale. They're like 50 bucks, And the Violent Femmes are opening for them, too, which is sweet. Um, A little head nod to Milwaukee bands. And then... uh, I know Foo Fighters going there. I really kind of want to see Fleetwood Mac. They're coming through. Like, they did, um, their sales team did a really good job on setting lineups for this new stadium and getting good people out here, so. No doubt. you got to capitalize on having a venue like that where people want to come and, and whatnot. So, I do have, you know, might as well, we're already on. We're recording a podcast. Ask you a question. Do you, is there any chance that Horse makes another move before the season, or do you think this is the roster we've got going in uh, to 2018, 2019? I think if there is another roster spot move, or it'll be, it'll be kind of just those those guys on the end of the roster that get affected by it. Like Shabazz may get a spot, or maybe a two way deal gets moved. But I don't. There's no cap space. Like we barely fit Pat uh, Connaughton in. We barely fit Brooke Lopez on the team. Like we're hitting that luxury tax real close. And I don't know if the team is prepared to pay it or not. I don't know what ownership has expressed in that and how we can do that. Um, but It'll be interesting to see if they do. It's going to have to be a trade, and you're going to have to you're going to have to dump some dead weight on that team. Yeah, no doubt about it. I would uh, I would just love to see like Henson moved um, or Snell or so. I know, man. I know it's idealistic, but why why can't we make something happen? Because nobody Never. fucking wants them, Derek. Wants it. You just have to accept what John Hammond dealt us. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you're going to have to deal with that for a few more years, but we'll see what Horse can do. He's done, I think, all the right moves so far. Um, you know, everybody wants to hate on Jabari, but I don't think that that was all his decision. So, um, yeah. No, I think he played it well. And I, I have seen quite a bit of hate on Horse on social media, and I think it's complete bullshit. Like, maybe I'm a tad bit biased because I met him. and like. <laughs> yeah, I'm just because not- you guys are best friends. Yeah, we're, we're cool, but, dude, he has not. He hasn't signed Delhi. He hasn't signed Henson. He yeah. hasn't signed all these t- Mirza. Like he hasn't signed these terrible contracts. Like that's not him. Don't hold it against the guy who's sitting um, in the driver's seat right now. But I just want fans to be enlightened and understand. Enlightened. And not just be naive. And ignorant. It frustrates. Yeah, it's fair. I think, and that's well. That's everybody's. Uh... I think everybody's biggest annoyance on social media are people that just say shit to say shit so mm. i do that but all right man uh let's end this let's wrap this baby up we took a couple right. uh, left turns here and there through this episode but i think i, I had a lot of fun so uh what do you want to leave the people with out there um listening to the podcast uh i guess i'd just leave them with um go packers i think this is going to be a massive year for the packers check out my podcast it's called the get Start podcast Find it on Spotify, iTunes, all your podcast apps, and hoping to have my boy on sometime soon. And may, maybe as like basketball season approaches a little bit more, we could get on and not just talk bucks, but just talk like NBA in general. Because I know you you've got a wealth of knowledge and insights in in regards to that. So I'd, I'd have a lot of fun with that. For sure, I would totally enjoy it, and I'm happy to come on anytime you want. You just let me know. Uh, the time and the place. Um, I, for me, I don't really have much. You know, enjoy the little bit of summer we have left to get ready for some Packers football. 
some Bucks basketball. And yeah, man, just let's be happy. Let's have some fun and let's just love life, man. Absolutely, man. Be positive and spread positivity because the world needs more of that. Hell yeah. All right, guys. I hope you really enjoyed this episode, and we'll see you next time. Later. All right, Jacobus. Peace and love.